tax tax which is always exciting GST that's a great idea more efficient tax due diligence now Hey everyone and welcome. This is Tax Wrap episode 15. Uh, I'm Nathan Hewitt and today we're joined by Bill, Ange and a special guest, Christian Fabraro, who's the co-president of the Deakin Commerce Society. How are we doing everyone? Good. Very welcome thank Christian. You. Welcome, yeah. Thank you, thank you. It's good that you be with us, Christian. Um, we're in a pretty sort of formative period in the, uh, the education space um, and there's a lot of stuff to talk about in terms of uh, hex fees, all that sort of stuff, which is an ongoing issue. But as president of the Deakin Commerce Society, you've sort of got a specific agenda in that area. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Firstly, just going on from what you said, you said a um, like a new era, right? Yeah. And that's what it really is, you know, for the students that I represent. Um, as a Deakin Commerce Society, we are the largest student commerce society, uh, largest student society on um, uh, the Burwood campus, where we have uh, a thousand members. And quite often, when I'm speaking to them, I hear the same story. What do we do next? Mm. You know, Once they finish. Well, exactly right. Yeah. Where do we go for a job? Um, so look, I just want to give a brief overview of the of DCS. Mm. Um, we are basically an organisation, a non-for-profit organisation, okay. to really link students from their studies um, to the next stage in their life, to the, mm. the real world, if you will. Yeah. Um, so we hold a number of uh, academic events where we have our you know various sponsors come down um, you know, they give us little tips, CV writing, um, you know, career building, motivational I went to the, tips. I went to the women in business one that you presented. That's it. Uh, another <laughs> one is a women in business where yeah. uh, it's just to show diversity in the workplace mm. um, and, you know, females in senior management roles. Um, also have, you know, <laughs> things like a think tank challenge where uh, that's really just to get our uh, members the skills needed for a workplace. Yeah. They get a factual scenario and they have to present to a panel, um, you know, their outcome, their goal yeah. in the situation. And that's so much more practical skill than the pure study of the course material. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Everyone who I've spoken to in the in the real world have said, book smart is great, mm. but there's that extra thing, that mm. extra element that students do not have. Yeah. That ability to engage. Yeah. So to would you say that there's, there's a gap between a student that's just completed their studies and the graduates going into the firms I, currently. I definitely believe so. Yeah. Definitely believe Would so. you say that the, that gap's getting bigger, or smaller? Look, what? Th there's always those few students who are outstanding, yeah, right? Yeah. And you know th they can cover both sides. Okay. But I would say that there is a large proportion of students who believe, I'm gonna regurgitate the textbook when I'm in the real world. Yeah. Mm. That's, right? that's really what, yeah, yeah, that's the skills. Yeah. That's all the skills that I'll need. Yeah. And sure. they're really naive to what, what happens. Mm. And that's where the society comes in, I guess, and no, tries to tell is. them, well, this mm. is practically... You are the bridge, I guess. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our motto is the link to your future. Okay, yes. so, yeah. okay I see. <laughs> I had to put very that in, good, very it's good. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So I guess um, for our listeners, uh, especially the loyal ones who have stuck by us for a while, they'll know that we, we've been hitting a lot on the issues that impact the... Um, the industry of uh, finance or commerce generally um, for people who are already in that industry and people who are already practicing or yeah, working in that profession. Right. And I guess part of the reason why we thought it would be great to bring Christian in today is, well, firstly, 
obviously he's going to give us some great insights as to how society works but also let's look at look, let's look at the picture from the other side mm. of the fence mm. what about those who are studying to towards or looking for graduate positions mm. and trying to enter the industry yeah so the next generation yeah of the next yeah. generation what what are we what are we talking about <laughs> what kind of pressures or what kind of issues are they currently facing mm. that mm. you know most people probably don't even realize so um mm. i think uh, straight off the bat we, we were saying hex okay so um there's a few proposed changes uh sort of rumored type issues going on there but um yeah. Yeah. Look, that may may or may not come Correct. through. Correct. May or may not. But um, th- there's a lot of obviously a lot of uh, argument against them. Um, it, it's unclear whether or not they will go through uh, yeah. in their current form. Yeah. Um, I guess from 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 a practitioner's perspective, we sort of see those changes as as well. It's difficult to say whether or not we agree with them or not because I guess they're not. Um, in the current form that will flow through to legislation, but I am interested in terms of um, people coming coming out of studies and going into the industry, whether or not you would have a different perspective in terms of those yeah, changes. definitely, definitely. Look, uh, speaking personally and uh, the few people who I have spoken to, we feel like once we do get into the real world, we're starting well behind the pack. Uh, okay. You know, we have this massive hex debt over mm. our heads, mm. and yes, it comes out of our salary and we will, you know, hopefully be earning big bucks by that stage, but <laughs> still, it's going to take us a while to get there. Definitely. You know, once we finish a university degree, maybe a double degree, that's five, six-year course. We're talking 25, 26. Mm-hmm. We want to start to settle down, mm-hmm. have a family, get a home loan. How would that be possible if we have a hex deck, a which is yeah, yeah, which twice is as much as what, you know, students had four years ago? Prior to that, okay. Mm-hmm. And that's, look, that's an understandable pressure. Mm-hmm. I, I, I sympathise with that. Yeah. Um, I think that that's really quite tough. It is good to get the perspective from you guys mm. um, directly because I think um, from from an older person's... Oh, gee, I'm 29. I'm not that old. But from an <laughs> older person's perspective, um, I do understand those pressures because we did have a, a relatively smaller yeah. debt yep, um, yep, to yep. take on. And that was an issue for us as well. Mm. So I can understand that by... You know, as that debt climbs, that issue obviously comes more and more to the fore. Definitely. And look, currently at the moment, it's uh, with your university fees, it's just sitting at that point where it may be affordable, um, yeah. you know, if you are working. Sure. Yeah. Um, and obviously you get a discount and whatnot and you don't have to pay the interest on it. Sure. But if it does increase, that opportunity to actually be a full fee-paying student and pay upfront as you're studying, that's gone. Yeah. yeah. Speaking uh, about myself here, Obviously, a full-time student, so you're completing four units. Yep. So it's a full-time job, really. Yep. yep. I also work 25 hours uh, at Kmart. Yep. And I'm also the president of the Deakin Commerce Society. With all this, I have no free time. Yeah, I can imagine. No, no free time. <laughs> I don't sleep. Yeah. Yeah, it's as simple as that. <laughs> we'll get uh, coffee after this. Yeah, get coffee after. Fine. Beautiful. Um, they're the other pressures. Yeah. It's A, once we finish our degree, yep. but also once we're going through yeah. it. Yes. Yep. You yep. know? There's not a lot of privileges that we get. Yeah. You know, mm. they do have things like Oz study. Yeah. You know, a mature age student mm. um, benefits, and which whatnot. they're tightening in, tightening in terms of eligibility. They are, and so it's Aussie. making it more difficult. So oh, yeah. I appreciate. Look, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm across it. Yeah. And, and let's be honest. Um, for most people in that industry, whether it's accounting or law or whatever the case may be, or anything in the commerce sort of field. Mm. 
it doesn't end at uni. No. So we, no. we know that then you end up going for some kind of professional of accreditation course. or something like that. Definitely. So I guess... They're lifelong learners, and I think the thing is, why are we trying to punish that? Yes. So, so look, I, I'm on yep. board with that. And, and I guess that leads me to my next point, skill, skilling um, local students mm-hmm. and skilling people. I mean, we talk a lot about, in a lot of the like employment taxes forums especially, we talk about uh, mobility, we talk about um, visas and, and, and temporary residence mm-hmm. for the sake of filling skill gaps. Mm-hmm. I mean... If we if we encouraged it in our own country, mm. if we encouraged our own local students to specialise and have these skill sets, well, maybe we wouldn't have quite as much of that requir- requirement mm. yeah, as well. Sure. Just to touch on that point, Angela, I did read something where it actually said um, from 2001 to 2012, there was a 20% drop in university students studying accounting. Mm. Local. Mm. Local. Right. right. See, local. there you go. So it, it, that just demonstrates your point right there. Yeah. Why aren't we being encouraged? Why aren't we giving the incentive mm. yes. to study? Mm. I agree. I totally agree. And then I guess the other topic we've had a lot of discussion around, but again, we're going to look at it from the other side of yeah. the fence today, is um, all this talk about outsourcing, offshoring, mm. And automisation of accounting and f- and finance type roles, and, and that process is is ongoing and will only increase. Definitely. Yeah. So, so yeah, look. So for graduates like you and I, Bill. Yeah, for us. We came out of university, and the roles available were well. Here you go. Punch out a mm. hundred and fifty returns in oh, a year. Oh, I did and more than that. <laughs> yeah. But, but th- that was the basis and foundation of the skill sets that we've got now. Yes. And I and I really worry about um, practitioners that are going to come through. And not have that opportunity. Yeah, to they heavily the rely on computers. Yeah. Yes, simple as that. Yes, um, and I guess we we we've become tax specialists because we learnt the basics and we learnt the core by doing those tax returns. That's right. Whereas, you know, I'm not sure where graduates will start yeah. now. Is it now, a matter of you go straight into a specialisation? But see, or? the thing is, in terms of uh, as as system specialists, yeah. these this generation is amazing. Like, I, I must say, you guys, in terms of being able to interpret that IT system and how it actually operates to do some of these tasks, yep. the, you know, the mundane yeah, sort of punching given. through. Definitely not myself, but others might. They've got that skill set, yeah. like, yeah. like as a general rule. Yeah. Um, but having said that, I, th- I still think that it is fundamental that they have that they actually do punch in returns. Yes. Mm. That, yep. that is something. It's simple so, as that, though. You need to learn the basics of anything mm. before you go to a, a more streamlined approach. Mm. Uh, or, yeah, or mm. a specialisation. Yeah, a specialisation, definitely. Uh, um, what we were thinking about the other day was um, something, there was some a report, and I'm sorry I can't quote the report, but there was some report that said for accounting graduates specifically, there was something like 40.5 applicants per accounting graduate role okay yeah okay now when you look at stats like that it really puts things into perspective so even if you do go to university and uh, you're not daunted by the fees and other restrictions what guarantee have you got Mm. yeah yeah (laughs) thank you please don't leave this yet well yeah no no look and and i guess the thing is um even if you are an outstanding candidate in that situation yes. with 40 other people to compete with for one role, yes. um, that, that is... Well, 39 and a half, technically. Oh, sorry, sorry, but 39 yeah. and a half. But, um, you know, uh, there's, there's a shorter applicant, obviously, yeah, coming yeah. in. There. But, um, look, you know, even if you are an outstanding candidate in that field, yeah. 
you, you may look reality is you may miss out yeah definitely um and is that is that a situation that we want in our industry mm. probably um, not maybe look I, I think i was i was just chatting to the guys earlier about whether or not you know 10 years down the track it's going to mean that there'll be a deficiency in terms of you know that mid-level professional like people at, at, at sort of our our sort of experience level Ange, yeah. um, because they haven't had the opportunity to go through that system and go through that pipeline as yeah. a graduate yeah, as a senior accountant and then and then on yeah um, what is it going to mean for our industry and I guess that's where what Christian was saying is important that a lot of students have got to think outside the box mm. that just the fact that you've completed the course is not enough Definitely. and that building those other like soft skills and and tech um not what was I going to say communication skills all of that is just as important if not more so now yeah mm. uh, emotional intelligence exactly emotional I like intel- that yeah. yeah I do like and that and that's something that we obviously try and promote at yeah. PCS yeah but, mm. um look it, it is uh, going back to the point of the 40 and a half jobs um, for the work <laughs> and the one gets it. You look at the top four accounting firms, the mid-tier accounting firms, thousands of thousands of grads apply. Yes. And yes. How, many, how many positions are not, actually there? Yeah, not, not a lot. Oh. Not, look, look yeah. Angela, look, the majority of graduates in my year moved out of accounting within within two years. Mm. Yeah, but so, what I guess the difference with Big Four coming from experience is that now they target graduates into groups so that you, you specifically apply to be a tax graduate or you yep, specifically yep, yep. apply to be an audit graduate. Right. So firstly, they, they cull the groups in that manner okay, first. Sure. Um, and then, then you do a rotation through all the various types of tax or all the various types of audit or whatever the case may be before you sort of land on a roll, yeah, so okay. to speak. Yeah, you bed down something yeah, that you really... Yeah. But, but in saying that, does that then limit the, the yes. new grads? Yeah, because does. if well, you're a tax specialist, we, you don't learn any other facet spot on. of the... Spot on. Exactly. And, that, and that's why... And I think I actually said this at your women's, Women in Business mm-hmm. um, presentation. That's why I think a lot of um, students graduating into this field have to think long and hard about it because mm. a lot of them think big four or big second tier must be the way to go. Mm. But if you actually want to bed down a very broader based skill set, then maybe a smaller chartered or smaller family accounting firm is Mm. actually the way to go because you'll probably start in business services, which means you'll look at financial accounts, you'll look at tax, you'll look a bit of everything. And you're closer to your clients. So that those, those emotional intelligence type Type skills, skills is that, that's what you play. gain. You bed those yeah. down you very quickly. Straight away. Very quickly. I mean, in a big firm, you're not going to see a client. You know, not initially. Not not no. initially. Realistically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I think um, I think you've been great to come in. No, give no everyone the perspective from from you as a student yourself in your own personal experiences, but from what you've seen working with the Deakin Commerce Society mm. as well. And I think we commend you and on that as well. Mm. And the fact that you are trying to help students and, and get them to where they need to be. And I think Taxpayers Australia should reach out to, to societies such as your own yeah. and form those bonds. Because I think in terms of the industry, the more, I guess, collaboration, the better. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, to and the, the greater exposure that we have to you know, guys like yourselves who yeah, have been there, been grads and actually seen it firsthand. <laughs> mm. yeah. Um, yeah. We need that. We yeah. really do. Mm, yeah. you, you don't want to see yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 That's a conversation for another podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, but look, I, yeah, I think we, we should thank thank Christian. And yeah, thank you, Christian, for joining us. And thanks also to the Deakin Commerce Society. No, thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. Oh, lovely. Cheers, thank yeah. you. Thanks to our listeners for joining us. Tune in next week. See you, guys. Bye. Bye.